0: Welcome to the Leaders with Leverage podcast. I'm your host and negotiation expert, Susie Tomanchuk. It's time to be your own advocate and negotiate for what you really want out of your career. Not simply the next role or additional compensation, I wanna show you that negotiation happens each and every day so that you opt in and say yes with confidence. Together with other business leaders, you'll learn the essential skills you as a leader needs to become that advocate. In growing your professional skills to increase confidence, gain respect, and become the future leader you're poised to be. And when you face a high-stakes situation, you're ready, no matter how high those stakes are. So let's do this. Let's lead with leverage. this is Leaders with Leverage. I'm your host, Susie Tomanchuk, and this is a solo episode. I have just really enjoyed showing up uh, here in this venue, talking to you as if I'm talking to just one person because I've been getting feedback that there's people that listen to this and feel like it's a really intimate conversation. And that makes me so excited because that's what the intention is. And so I often bring up things that have just been on my mind recently. And one of the things that I wrote about in my newsletter was about blind spots. And I'm smiling because I wrote this my last newsletter about what it would be like to talk to your blind spot. So I want to talk a little bit about that because so many things um, as an extrovert, I don't really understand what's going on in my mind until it can come out. And so, so many, so much discovery that I have on my own happens when I'm interacting with somebody else or I'm writing something. I'm trying to express myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so interesting. I hadn't thought about that because I think out loud. So I want to talk about this concept because it really hit a chord with a few people in my network and they forwarded it on to people because I think the idea of understanding the perspective of a blind spot actually opens up your ability to recognize that your blind spots are just that. I always get excited when I talk about this. A blind spot is something you cannot see. It is an area that is not available to you. So even though I used to think that we could understand our blind spots and see them, that's our journey. We can hear about them through other people's perspective and experience with us, but we can never experience ourselves from the outside. We can only, we don't, we, we don't have that option. I I often say it's like your relationship with the back of your head, your back, you know, it's there. You've seen it in the mirror. You may have seen it in, in pictures, photographs, you know, maybe even somebody described to you what the back of your head looks like, but it is impossible for you to actually experience or see the back of your head on your own not through something else. And your blind spot is like that. You can get really, really close, but you can't ever truly understand the experience of living around yourself. And why that gets me so excited is I read the book, Thanks for the Feedback, if you know me. I always joke that I tell so many people that, and I wish that I had a royalty (laughs) along with that book, because I think it's an essential book for all leaders, everyone to read, um, not only as leaders, but as people that associate with other people. It's a really great book, a great resource, and it's very well written. And one of the things it talks about is just that, that idea. So when I read that in in the book, I was actually on a run one day and I was listening to it on Audible and they made that point. And I was almost immediately liberated because it made me recognize and understand that my the feedback that people give me, if I don't embrace it, I'll either shut it down or I'll never truly learn what it's like to have experience with me and get myself better So I didn't feel as defensive about it. It made me really open to it because it's impossible for me to understand me without somebody else telling me what it's like to be around me. And then there's other benefits. So I looked up blind spots and experts tell us that our unconscious mind makes the majority of our decisions. And it creates these blind spots, these unconscious ways that narrow our vision and influence of our behaviors. Think about that. Unconscious ways that narrow our vision and influence our behaviors. And we all have them, but it's hard to fully understand. And as I wrote this, uh, it was kind of funny because I said, um, if you could tell me one thing you wish I knew about you, what would it be? And my blind spot said, except that you can't see me, you have to learn about me through people around you. This is by design because it creates more curiosity for you to understand me, meaning understanding yourself. And I actually had a friend that said, you know, I love what you wrote about this because your blind spot sounds really sassy. (laughs) And You know, it is. Your blind spot is a piece of you, but it's something that you won't understand. Um, I asked my blind spot, what frustrates you? And my blind spot's answer was, I'm not too fond of when you believe you understand me. You don't. You never will. When you think you know me, you stop growing, which makes my existence worthless. And then... My last question was, if you could give me one piece of advice, what would it be? And I wrote, uh, my blind spot wrote, I should say, learn from the feedback people give you and build from it. Don't ask for feedback in the moment. Give people a chance to observe and see the areas you want to better understand. This gives them something to watch for so that feedback provides a clear view of you instead of them thinking back and trying to remember me. So there's two things I want to take from that piece right there is when you want feedback from people, if you want it in the moment and you ask, how did I do on that presentation? Or how did I do with this experience? They will just give you an accolade. They'll say, you are great. But if you tell somebody, listen, I'm working on my filler words and not using them as much. Can you listen for that when I present on the phone today or when you see me in this conversation? That gives them something to look for, to understand the area that you're looking to improve. If you don't give them that, they have to think back. And as we know, looking back is not always the best data because our memory is very selective. So it's liberating. And really, what it means is when you're open to your blind spots and knowing that you need feedback to get better, to be a better you, it actually builds relationships founded on trust because you listen, you accept, and you try to understand through their eyes. And what a better gift to give to somebody than for them to then experience you living out those adjustments from the feedback that they gave you. Hey there, love this podcast. I'm taking 10 seconds out of this episode to ask you to leave an honest review. More reviews on the show help us to reach more professionals who are ready to lead with leverage. Now let's continue the conversation. And think back on feedback that I've I've gotten from people and in the moment I couldn't hear and there's a lot of triggers on why you can't hear feedback. Sometimes it is relationship uh, triggers where it's the person that's telling you the feedback that you can't hear like maybe they don't have expertise in that or your relationship with them is just doesn't enable you to hear the feedback in the category that they're given giving it to you. And then there's your identity triggers when there's feedback that doesn't jive with how you see yourself. And so I often think about those triggers for me and when somebody gives me feedback and how I when whenever you don't accept the feedback And you get defensive, you actually turn off the willingness of that person to give you feedback again. So it's really important to think about those triggers and when people are giving you feedback and giving them space between the feedback and saying anything counter to what they're saying. So best practices, let's bring this all up, up back around and talk about the best practices for feedback and understanding your blind spots. So number one is being aware of those triggers. And when you get feedback, instead of rejecting it because there might be a trigger that comes up for you that that unconsciously says, this doesn't fit with my identity or the relationship. I This is something that I don't believe is true. Instead of allowing that to happen, being able to let it sit. So that's number two is one is being aware of triggers. Two is when any feedback comes to you, just say thank you and let there be space between the time that that feedback is given and any questions that you might have. So say somebody tells you something that First of all, maybe unexpected to you. And maybe it's something that's really hard to hear. And I'll give you an example from a recent good friend of mine who said she had to do a presentation. Her boss was out of town and she's really high up in this organization. And she was very nervous about it. And she gave the presentation. And when she was done, one of her peers came up to her really right after, really in those raw moments, right after she had presented and told her what was wrong with what she presented. And she was just furious and emotional and it triggered that relationship bias for her because one, it wasn't somebody that she was open to getting that feedback from, but she was very angry about it because she really in that moment, because of her volatility, and that just her m- emotional co- condition after doing something that was ho- so stressful for her, that feedback was not welcome. So she did not react well in that moment. And it that becomes, for her, it became a political, a cor- uh, it, it was political within the organization because then the news of her not taking that feedback from him. He told somebody else who then her boss ended up talking to her about it. So it can be really damaging when you don't take feedback and maybe you're surprised by it. You don't take it in a way that is open and welcoming because it could show, it could illustrate that you're not open to it. And so it it caused more damage. So the second thing is to give space and get into a habit of just taking the feedback, letting there be space, and then making the decision whether it's good for the relationship to know more. And if you do have legitimate questions to better understand, that's fair. But going back to them, and maybe you, your habit is, I appreciate the feedback. Do you mind? I'm going to think about it. And I, I might have some questions for you. Can I come back later? And then that's giving that you're opening the door to them. And then the third, as I mentioned before, is when you are looking for feedback from people, first of all, get it from more than just your direct report. Get it from people in roles that see you from different places. And don't just ask them for feedback in the moment. Find places that maybe you respect that they have wisdom around and ask them to give you feedback very specifically about what you're looking to improve on. That will allow them to watch and observe and give you feedback that's really meaningful. So think about your triggers. Um, make it a habit to sit in the feedback and say thank you, and then ask to be able to come back and ask questions. And then the third thing is, to seek out feedback from a lot of different places and give them instructions on what you're looking for, or at least tell them, I'd like you to just observe me in different situations and give me feedback about how can I level up my game? What am I not seeing about how I show up? How can you help me move on to the next level professionally, wherever that is for you? So that's my relationship with really understanding and being open to feedback because I had this huge aha around my blind spot and how embracing my blind spot helped me embrace getting feedback. For me, it is a work in progress. It's not always easy for me to accept feedback, but I'm getting better every day. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what's on your mind. I really literally take stories and subjects from people that reach out to me and say, I would love for you to talk about this, or let me tell you about your story, my story. And this is what I've learned. So feel free to reach out to me, uh, share this podcast. If you, if you rate this podcast, it helps it with the, the magical algorithm uh, so that other people find it too. So if you do rate it, that's helpful to me. But also if you share it to people, that's just expose, giving more people exposure if you found this meaningful and helpful to you. So thank you so much for being here. And until next time, this is Susie Tomczak. This is Leaders with Leverage. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Leaders with Leverage. If you're ready to continue your professional growth, commit to accelerating your career development, and say goodbye to that anxious feeling in your stomach anytime you need to advocate for yourself, then get my book, The Art of Everyday Negotiation Without Manipulation. In this book, you'll learn the essential steps to take before entering into any negotiation or conversation, any interaction in your day-to-day. You'll discover what the other party really needs and be clear about what you're going after. You'll bust through your fears and boost your confidence and embrace that negotiation truly happens all around us. Head to the link in the show notes for more, and you can even get a bonus if you buy it today.